Welcome to the Tiny Plastic People Warhammer Fest 2021 online predictathon. We have assembled a group of the finest prediction engines here today to get this out just before the event so we can all be incredibly wrong with our predictions of what is exactly going to happen in the next week of Warhammer News. How timely. It's great. And I should say that this is a podcast in two halves. So this is the first half and then you will hear a little sting and then we'll be joined by even more of our uh, contributors to the website. Right now I'm joined by Tom. Hello. And I'm joined by Drew. Hello. Excellent. And what we're going to do is we're going to go down uh, the the schedule basically and have a think about what delights Games Workshop have in store for us uh, over the next uh, week, which is exciting, isn't it? Are we excited about Warhammer Fest 2021 online? Exclamation mark. Oh, I'm really excited. I'm especially excited because you didn't specify which Tom you have here. So therefore, <gasps> if I'm right, I can claim it's me. If I'm wrong, I can claim to be one of the other Toms. Brilliant. And uh, do you want to identify which Tom you are exactly, or do you want to keep it dumb for the entire thing? Oh, we'll keep it a mystery, shall we? Yes. Excellent. Unless until someone reads the show notes, and then they'll... That's basically cheating. That's like reading the end of a book. Yeah, no one so. ever reads the show notes, clearly. What? I put effort into those. <laughs> that's a lie. I don't. I will do. Maybe. Someday. Anyway, okay, let's um, kick things off. So there's all been rumours going around. We can see the banner on the top of the website now. Um, But what we're going to do is we're going to go through each day, um, apart from Warhammer 40,000, maybe because it's on two days, but maybe we're not. But we'll have a guess at what we're going to see. So I'm going to jump straight to you, Tom, and say on Monday the 3rd, Bank Holiday Monday in the UK, so we're all going to be having a great hobby day, I believe. Uh, on Monday the 3rd, it's Warhammer Age of Sigmar Day. And it's the only Warhammer Mage, Mage, Age, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Day uh, on the schedule, apparently. Or is it? Or is it? Ooh. Ooh. What do you think? What do you think is going to be on the announcement table? Well, I think the easy um, no, bet, no bet approach would be to simply say the next Broken Realms book. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of the models from that, the key releases. I'm going to take the the um, odd bet of saying we're not going to see Age of Sigmar 3 announced on Monday. That's my bet. Because um, everyone's saying, oh, so we're going to have that this summer. But I think there's still a bit, bit more to come before that actually gets properly, officially out there. Even though everyone knows it's coming, even though... It's clearly in Games Workshop's plans, and they've been had their schedules horribly messed up so far. But I feel there might be either one more Broken Realms, or we'll at least see what's in the next, in the final one, and many more models, and actually find out what is it, Kragnos? What Kragnos? Kragnos. 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 Yeah, it, it's they've already announced so many models for it as well. Well, have they? Um, they've got the two the two witch hunters are in there. Um, we've got Lord Croak in, on his massive floating palaquin. Is that a palaquin? I think so. Uh, yeah, whatever that is. I mean, I think, I, think, I, think, I think they use the word palaquin because we don't actually have an equivalent of massive floating 
um, frog-powered chair patio. in the real world. So You just say patio, Drew? Yeah, isn't he sort of just, on a little patio? I, my patio doesn't float. You're not Maybe a frog. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, that's true. Star engine patios coming to a garden near you. Um, I was actually thinking of trying to model my garden after the big floating waterfall thing that the Lumineth have. I was like, that is an aesthetic to try and get capture in your garden. But then I realised how silly that would be. Um, I don't think it'd be that difficult, actually. Just have a transparent plastic pole. Stick, yeah. stick some rocks on top of it. Have a waterfall. I, I think you could probably do that and make it is- look like it's flo- some rocks floating in water. With, I, I say relatively yeah. easy. It is gardening next level hobby to that it, extent. It could be, yeah. Anyway, that's quite the sidebar. Um, but yes, they've shown several of the uh, several of the models from Bellacore so far. I can't think of any of the other things that they've been teasing. I've not been keeping that up with Broken Realms, to be honest. But because... They've got those two large Slanesh models. Oh yes, and the... my speculation is that that means there's a there's a final Broken Realms book after that after Kragnos, because so far for Kragnos, we have Kragnos' own faction themselves, which we know nothing about. We have Croak. Um, and it feels like having the Slanesh, ch- the children of Slanesh in there as well, would be too much for one book. So I think there's something more going on there. Yeah. And it's only four books in the series then, really, as well. I mean, we know... We, we kind of celebrated almost that it's a, it seems like a shorter series than Psychic Awakening because Psychic Awakening seemed to go on forever and then got a, a pandemic into oblivion and then seemed like a big mess at the end, personally speaking. <laughs> James speaking. You, others' results may vary. Um, but it, it, nine books, though, was it was a lot. And that sort of feeling of, do I need all these books? And then you start buying them and you go, Actually, maybe I don't need all these books. Um, whereas the AOS side has been a lot more narrative in comparison. So, yeah. I mean, for me personally, more more, more AOS is good. I want to see more Grots. Because they haven't featured in any of the books so far. Um, more Gobapaloozery things or like more hoardy Grots. Because I'm just realising that I've just started to go Grot Army, and if people listening to the next podcast will probably hear me talk about Grots a lot more. But painting the Moonkind Grots made me just think, I really like these just small, hoardy units. I want more of them. I don't want, uh, like, five incredibly detailed models that I'm going to stress over. I want to have something which I can batch out a horde of and swamp people with like on the battlefield that feels like something i want to do right now is just to envelope people with uh little green stabby things well speculation on that would be that i i think it's probably fairly even odds that the next age of sigma box set might well be destruction versus order of some description i was going to say that's that's actually where i was going to lean into my prediction i i think the the first day is going to be um, just the end of the sort of Broken Realm stuff. Um, you know, whatever Kragnos is, I think he might be an Ogroidy thing, but, uh, you know, tie into some existing faction there. And then 
as a big surprise on Saturday, the Saturday question mark will be Age of Sigma 3, which will be a box set of order versus destruction, as other people have suggested. But now to go sort of far into left field, and because I know nothing about this, it's quite easy for me to guess. Um, I think it's going to be Malekith Elves versus Stormcast, and Malekith Elves are going to be weird, dragony shadow elves uh, who just like destroying stuff. I mean, that's not Grotz, so I'm not pleased with your prediction, but I do like it. I think it's very nice. It kind of fits with the AOS like lifespan so far. We've had uh, Order versus Chaos for the first edition, Order versus Death for the second edition, and Soul Wars, and then going into third. It kind of makes sense to have a bit of destruction, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah those... I think my logic as well for the dragons is that I was looking at the... I mean, I look at Lumineth quite a lot, and want to buy them and then don't but you look at them and there's you know, a very high elf and then you think there's one thing they're lacking and they're lacking it from all the elf ranges is big snaky dragons which used to be a very classic elf look so where are the dragons horses kangaroos chocoboey things but where are the dragons they're all in the realm of shadow with malekith and they're elves now counterpoint marathi is a big snake lady not a dragon, though. She has wings. What more do you want? Mm, true. <laughs> I, I think one thing I will say is we, we, we're talk, talking order destruction. I'm fairly convinced that one of the things that's going to happen in Age of Sigma 3 is the Grand Alliances aren't going to exist in anything like as meaningful form as they currently do. They will probably still have them in the text somewhere but I mean it's not really been a thing for a while of collecting an order army or a death army anyway but I think that's just not going to be supported at all and there's going to be much more emphasis on the well on the broken realms on the conflicts between the factions within within those grand alliances and I think for most particularly for new players it won't be a meaningful thing that's actually introduced to them it seems to be just a way to organise your content on a web store now more than anything. Like in the lore, it doesn't seem to be... I mean, Marathi basically set up for the whole destruction of that kind of way of thinking of things. The destruction side doesn't seem to really care about the Grand Alliance they're in anyway. It's not like, oh, we're wearing our destruction badge today. It looks like the Orcs and Grots should get on. Um, and-, and chaos is chaos, so... Oh, and death. Death is probably the most united of all the factions, to be fair. And I think part of it is it's no. there's now enough unique Age of Sigmar factions that it, they're not needed so much to organise the web store. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel that... I, mean, I feel a bit like this with 40k as well, having to click through Imperium or Space Marine or Xenos to get to the army is a little unhelpful. Um. So I don't know. I mean, they'll they'll still exist in some form or, or organization, but I think it would be much more emphasized that they aren't really a thing anymore. Hmm. It's getting a bit into my day job though, and thinking about how do you organize a lot of products onto a web store and how you would use that to infer to a customer how those things all fit together as a larger scheme of things. So now my brain is back to work. But yeah, you it. 
the multiple factions of AOS, particularly the last few releases, like we're going to see Grave Lords, and we're probably going to see more Grave Lords on um, Monday because um, we've already seen some White Dwarf pictures with some more vampires that we haven't yet to see. Probably see it by the end of the day today when we're recording. To be fair, um, I'll just check. But, I'll check the Warhammer Community website now. Yeah, just quickly Wait, mash wait. refresh. Oh, look, there it is. Um, Would be so great if that was the case. <laughs> Breaking news: Vampire spotted. Uh, yeah, it, the factions are so clear cut, almost with the style and look and feel. Like with, you've got two different flavors of dwarves. You've got many flavors of elf. How many flavors of elf? You've got two, three. You've got snaky elves, high elves, and uh, watery wet elves. And um, uh, used to be elves, they're now trees. Yeah, oh, and yeah, so you've got four different flavors of elf. Um, you've got your flavors of humanity and the free cities, and then you've got Stormcast and everything. They're, they all kind of the range of those models and is now there for each one of them. They don't need to be mashed together to create your own thing, but you can still do that if you're a cities player. But yeah, it's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, as a person who has managed to play two games of aos 2 or three games of aos 2 i can't even remember anymore and have a very dusty rule book but i'm looking forward to uh having the one battle tome i own get made useless and uh play all, all fresh and new and learn with everyone else so shall we move on what's the next what's day the next day is um a little game probably the smaller game to uh aos uh is um that little backup the one set in the future the forty thousand. Uh-huh. Warhammer 40,000. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a so, bit of a knockoff product, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit typical, isn't it, really, to have, you know, your future setting. setting. Anyway. A start uh, of clone, to be honest. So. so, we've got Tuesday the 4th, Warhammer 40,000, and it also, we have Friday the 7th. Again, seriously, we have a lot, it says on the Warhammer community. What do we think is going to occur for the uh, game of 40k. I'm going to start with Drew this time. What do you want? Um, I, I mean, the, the easy one is just describing the stuff that they've basically already shown us, which I feel is, is a bit too easy. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of orc stuff coming. There's obviously sisters stuff coming. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that we... Uh, that I could actually predict, you know, that will be new, um, and 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 sort of not already shown. No, I'm struggling now. Forty K being the game that I uh, nominally play the most. Are we going to see a new Space Marine model? Are we going to see a new Space Marine model? I mean, almost certainly. Yeah, I mean that, that's sort of I think written in, isn't it? To uh, to the contracts. To so the contracts, yeah. That you have to show a new Space Marine model. I'm gonna sort of I'm gonna guess that we're gonna see some more aspect warriors. There we go. I'm gonna say we're gonna see two different aspect warriors, not just you know, like we had last year, one extra set. I think we're gonna see two. Um and I think as well we're gonna see because orcs have had it and other things have had it as well, where they start to get, you know, a, a new replacement base unit because there's sort of the beast snagger infantry who seem to be not boys but are suggested to maybe be bigger sort of standard troops i think we might see a, a guardian version of that as a sort of 
a bigger version of Guardians. It's not just replacing the original model. It's it's a something else in the baseline Eldar range as a baseline troop. So yeah, that's my mm-hmm. prediction. New have not been seen before troops and two sets of new aspect warriors. Very specific going in on the Eldar there. Or the, the Eldari. Is that how we're supposed to say it now? Eldari. <laughs> I'm not on brand. <laughs> yeah. Eldar. I I think we will see something for a faction we haven't had any hint of yet. And that could well be the Eldar. Um I think I think we had one one rumour engine which looked a little bit Eldari. Mm. Oh that's how you say Eldari. Yeah. <laughs> you just say Eldar and put a Y on the end. <laughs> a little bit Eldari. Um, on a similar note, I think we've had at least one rumour engine which seemed to be somewhat Imperial Guard. I think there was a medic kit. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of guard and sort of priest-like stuff. Mm. Yeah, that was start of the year, wasn't it? So yeah, it so does I'd, feel about time, doesn't it? Yeah, I'd I'd say one of those two would be a good a good bet. I think the other um, contractually obliged speculation we need to make is something to do with um, Slanesh. Um, I'm I'm not going to say Empress Children. Though I just said Empress Children, um, but I think we are going to see something in the demon space rather than the chaos space between space. And the reason for that is because obviously we've got Bellacor coming out, um, and he has got rules in 40k. Uh, but we've also got those Children of Slash we mentioned earlier, and most of the time, Games Workshop managed to find a, sh- a way to shoehorn a special character from one system into a special character into the other system as well. And it's going to be a little more difficult with these because of their um, flavour. But I I can't see them using such elaborate models and not for the demon faction and not having them available in 40k as well. So I suspect demons are probably sooner on the schedule than people might predict. Mm, it would be good to see. Uh, yeah, it, demons are like the value army if you want to play both games and not collect multiple things because you could use them in both. So having two big new and we saw from the pictures those Selenesh children of Selenesh are big models. They're the same size as a Keeper of Secrets, aren't they? About in fact, probably bigger with the wings and the flappy peacocky bits. So yeah, I I agree. I think that that would be. Uh, sooner on the agenda than we think there are going to be so many beautiful paint jobs of those models yeah the peacock wings in particular just i prediction for um whenever there's another golden demon those all the time everywhere yeah they 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 do look stunning they're great models i wish they're the kind of models that made me wish i uh collected slanesh models basically uh yeah. So I we've got some easy things to knock off the list. We've seen that the uh, Sororitas are on the Codex list because we've seen lots of those models and we've seen that there's Orcs coming and that kind of sets up Games Workshop kind of preview the next three months in advance, don't they? So that's probably the next month. We missed the uh, Admech Codex because of, um, because of the world. Um, mm-hmm. So they're probably a little bit off schedule, but is there a codex which you want to see next? 
I mean, I'm looking forward to the orc one because I'm building orcs at the moment. I don't have a codex for them because I didn't buy the old one in the expectation that uh, a new codex would turn up before before games happened. So, uh, yeah, that would be good. But uh, beyond that, no, I don't think I'm particularly waiting for anything. I, I think I'd like to see something in the Tyranid space. Um, so Tyranids or Gene Steeler Cults. I, I don't collect either of those currently. Um, but in terms of model range, they're, well, certainly the Tyranids are getting on a bit. I think that the Tyranid players would like to see something new there. And I think they're ones which will be really interesting when it comes to Crusade in particular, um, seeing what they come up with there, because the whole Tyranid adapting their bioforms is so perfectly suited to Crusade. And there could be a lot of really cool stuff there. So from a just creation perspective, I'd quite like to see something in the Terminated space. Even a crusade with Gene Steeler cults that every time they, you win a battle, you just get extra arm. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> and they only ever gain one extra arm because unfortunately Gene Steeler cults aren't at the top of the <laughs> pile at the moment. Yeah. I mean, personally, I would like to see... Um... A Talons of the Emperor Codex. That's that's what I would like to see. Mostly because I've never played with my Custodes army. And I've never played with my Sisters of Silence in 40k particularly very much beyond their old, old rules. And since Psychic Awakening, they kind of got merged into one thing again. Where they should be, I should say. Um, but seeing what would be next for that Codex would, is really exciting because Custodes on their own because of the changes to the rules for Space Marines, they, they're not quite as special anymore, the little golden lads. So I kind of want to see how they make them special, but at the same time keep the balance of the game in check and keep the... like. It's quite hard to do a very elite army in 9th edition still, really. Like mm. You could have a Custodes army and you could face so many Gretchen that you just can't destroy them all in time for them to take all the objectives and win, potentially. I don't know. I'm not a match play player. But in my mind, uh, it doesn't seem like that works particularly well. So I'm really excited to see what happens where they make these Emperors elite, even more elite, maybe make them cost more, but see what they can actually do. I Basically, I want them to be each, each one of them like a dreadnought on the thing and just be able to carve everything up but also mix in the sisters of silence and then see what if they do any new kits for like that army like sister of silence is a 2017 2016 kit now which is not that old but it's a great kit i've just actually built some more of them because i love them and i think that they're a fantastic faction in both heresy and 40k but for 40k i want to see more of them they feature a lot in the Chris Rates books, The Talents of the Emperor. Oh, is it Talents of the Emperor? Guardian, something of the Emperor. Emperor's Legion, that's it. Uh, Emperor something. But they because they feature so heavily in that, and they've got such an interesting lore of just being very angry, um, but also very loyal. And I like that. I really, And I want to see more done with that faction apart from Forge World kits and the odd resin upgrade. That's kind of what I want to see in 40k. Somewhat tangential to that, um, I'd quite like to see them do something with the Rogue Traders. Um, because there's a lot of people who have a lot of Rogue Trader models after Blackstone Fortress now. And a re-release of some of those sets, now that Blackstone Fortress is no longer being sold so much, 
um, could be a fairly easy faction to do. You know, a rogue trader with a whole load of mercenaries and zotes or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's a r- proper out there idea, particularly at this stage in the edition. But I'd like to see it. I like that. I want to see more of the weird stuff. And they made so much weird, like even the rogue trader uh, kill team box. That whole squad, Niche's squad, and Niche's niche, 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 whoever is, whatever his name was, with the dog, Axamillion and friends. Is it Axamillion? Yeah. Um, whatever. But yeah, there's three rogue traders out there now. If you've got that box and you got picked up the Blackstone um, expansions and things, and uh, yeah, it, like they're great models. They're fantastic, and having something to do with them, even if it's like a ninth edition version of Kill, not no, an update to Kill Team, where you can just buy the box with those two factions in. So you had the Nurgle robot squiggly boys and the uh, rogue traders crew that would be fantastic and then you've got the heroes from uh, escalation as well and the thing with all really those sprues is that so look, think about the kill team rogue trader box the um Gellipox infected and the rogue traders club are separate sprues mm. so they could release them separately i think they're separate sprues on face because they've got yeah yeah they were they were because I definitely sold on the Nurgle ones because I don't like Nurgle. It'll make me feel weird. Yeah, cur- currently the Galapox infected are relegated to um, being Chaos Spawn in my Death Guard army, and the three poor little um, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the the ones who are half robot are just hanging out with the Poxwalkers. It, it was such a nice... I liked the Rogue Trader. I want more of that. That's what I want them to announce for 40k. I want more of these narrative boxes. Maybe if not as pricey as that one was. But that was basically the starter set I wanted for Kill Team, was just two little narrative forces with two unique uh, factions with their own little codex, which you can throw into any army. It won't work on tournament play, but it was fun that you could just have a dog. And then people would say, I'm going to shoot the dog. And you'd be like, why? It's the dog. And then you could have the Death Cult Assassin blend a load of Space Marines or something for a bit. That was... I want to see more of that. When Games Workshop do weird stuff and like niche stuff and things like that and Zotes and stuff. That's when I really feel that they're respecting a lot of their background and lore because they can dredge something like that up and throw a squat into Necromunda and do something like that. So... And it really feels supported by the way that Games Workshop tends to be doing releases now. Of because back in when I started getting into the hobby, it felt like you built an army and you want and you were very actively encouraged to get multiple regiments of the same type. You'd have your many boxes. In my case, the Bretonian Knights, for example, and there wasn't a lot of variety between them, so the variety was in the modelling. Whereas now, I think they're much more leaning into trying to get people to buy one copy of a model, a really nice centerpiece or a really nice unit. And once you've got you can go, okay, I'm I'm happy with that and that's my that's my thing. Um if you're a competitive player you might well get more than one. Um if they're the ones you want to get loads of them. But for the collector's side of side of me, I'll quite happily get a kit once and make it up. And then because that kit will probably be the Slaneshi Children of Slaanesh, I'll get two of that kit and make it twice because there's two models out of the same kit and it's really annoying. 
I do the same with uh, any AdMech release. It's like, well, I've got to have two of those boxes because I need the flamey horses and I need the shooty horses. And the flyy ones, I need the beaty stick ones or the rifle ones and the flamey ones. Uh, yeah, but that's just that's just me, I think. Uh, and I think it, it, it's good for the rules to support that, that kind of play because... You see occasionally those lists, it's just like, well, I just came up with, if you take that unit and you take as many as possible of that one thing, that is going to be better than a multiple varied army. And encouraging varied armies is what I think they've done pretty well, particularly with Crusade and particularly with Ninth Edition and the later AOS um, books and things have been doing really well. Anyway, anything else? Because that, that's getting into regular pod, but it's good. Good chats. Um, anything else on 40k that you want to see from the whole Warhammer Fest? Eh? No, I mean, for two days, I don't think we've said very much, but uh, yeah, goodness knows what it's going to be. Having said, so. basically, let's reinvent the entire range and bring back a game and <laughs> yeah. bring back orcs. We, we think orcs. small on this podcast. And big. Small and big at the same time. It's the two extremes, nothing in the middle. <laughs> what's the What's the next day, then? So Wednesday the 5th is going to be Black Library Day. The Siege of Terror thing I want to see is whether they announce the next of the maps they produce. Because that's pretty much the only Black Library product I buy at the moment. I don't, I don't tend to get around to reading novels. Um, but I have the first two maps they've produced, and I want the next one. I mean, I, I want more books. I want the next in the Dawn of Fire series, because that's... Uh, it's been okay so far. I liked Avenging Sun. I liked the one with all the Mordians, even though it was a, wasn't quite as good as the first book. But you know, but yeah, Black Library. Maybe we'll see some characters, maybe as models. I can't imagine that it would go a day without release revealing a new model. So maybe a character. Is there any characters that you want to see out of the Black Library as a model? Mm. That, that would require knowing characters from the Black Library, I'm afraid. <laughs> That yeah, <laughs> Stephen Space Marine and his friend. Yeah, I don't think I uh... certainly can't think of any that haven't already got models. So, ah well, okay. Well, let's leave the Black Library alone and uh, close its vaults for another day. Uh, Thursday the sixth, and shall we make this our last prediction? Because we've already said that on Saturday it's probably AOS three. Well, we I said that. Somebody might want to oh. say it's going to be the old world and that it's going to be okay, launched well, next month. Quiet, so. Drew. Save it. Save it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do you think is coming out in Boxed Games, the probably specialist games day of uh, Warhammer Fest? Well, I think we'll start to see the first um, hints of what the Delac models look like for Necromunda. Um, I think that's almost certain we'll see something there because that's the final gang which hasn't got a new range so far. Um, and we've got Cordor coming out quite soon, so Delax next. Um, outside prediction of Necromunda would be hopefully seeing a bit of what's next. Um, there, there's a someone spotted in the community article that there's mention of um, plastic weapon sprues for the Escher. Um, coming out alongside the gang war box set um, that's mentioned in the latest in one of the community articles and so there's hoping that there's those can be released for the other gangs as well so we might see something of those 
I did not spot that, and that makes me way more excited because resin upgrade sprues, sprues, sprues are um are a nightmare. I find because they never come with instructions on how to stick them on. <laughs> in my experience, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that would be nice. And I hope to see more, maybe a vision of what's beyond that for Necromunda. But more importantly, I want to see the vision of what's next for Warcry. We haven't seen a lot for Warcry recently. No, it kind of bottomed out with those um, or the like Grand Alliance books. Mm. I want to see Warcry 40k. So w- w- what I like about Warcry is it's a very different system to um, anything else Games Works produced. It's really designed for the feel of the game that it's trying to evoke. It's quick, it's agile, it's close quarters combat, and the mechanics are so unique. Whereas for me, Kill Team is it's quite similar to 40k and it's got a lot of the um, same baggage of 40k. Not to say it's the same game because it's got the alternating activations, for example. Um, so it does have some unique aspects. But it, when I have played Kill Team, it has still felt quite clunky. So... I would kind of like to see a reimagining of it to 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 the more to be more like Warcry, but in the forty what forty k Warcry would want to be, rather than rather than just using the Warcry rules for a forty k setting. And I personally feel that Games Workshop's best games are the ones where they have thought, what do we want this game to deliver on, and how we can be best to do that. So, Adeptus Titanicus has a very clear idea of what it wants to be. It wants to be big, stompy robots, and every game decision is made towards giving that feel. And Warcry is the same. Necromunda is also somewhat similar in in really having lots of options and being a very narrative game. It, they, they all understand what they want to be. And I mean, this, this is probably a discussion for a main podcast at some point, but I do feel that kill team in particular doesn't quite know what it wants to be that would be interesting i i would be up for that uh drew any boxed game predictions yeah i think oh as soon as it was it was briefly mentioned and i guess it's my preferred specialist subject of titanicus um i think what we're gonna see uh will be some weapon options for the new big titan that's just come out um big stompy robots big stompy bigger, robot. bigger guns. Yeah, we'll probably see some sort of knights. Um, and I wonder if we'll see some uh, sort of sub- sub support options for Titans so you can actually maybe place things on them that, you know, w- weapon options that aren't weapons um, and actually kind of, you know, you're going kind to of facilitating a, a more kind of support Titan role there. Um and I think the last thing we'll see, probably teased, is um, it will be. I don't think it will be kits. We'll see. I think it will be screen captures of what the kind of corrupted titans might look like. And to my mind, is they're probably going to be uh, almost like upgrade sprues with a bit bunch of sort of random demonier bits that you can buy and then mix and match to make your own demon titans. I mean, which is supported by some of the kind of rules hints from the Loyalist books as well, where it talks about um, how Loyalist Titans interact with 
mutations and stuff and minor mutations um so it sort of suggests that what you're going to see is some kind of mutation upgrade for chaos titans there's a few pictures of uh the corrupted titans if you have done what i've done which is stare at the cover of mortis for the last few days refreshing it on audible to see if it appears and uh there's corrupted titans in the background of the cover art for that book oh uh, you mean in the yeah i i think we'll see because the original titan you know titanica stuff uh, back in the 90s you had a lot of kind of specific upgrades and then a couple of actual chaos titans you know the bane lord is the is the obvious one with its big cow head and whippy tail but uh, mm. yeah i think you'll Good see classic yeah i think you'll see something that can it may be a kind of a step one big kit like the bane lord and then a lot of kind of additional things that could go on to all different titans uh suspect cool. is where i mean i guess so i say suspect I, I totally guess is where it's gonna go so i don't know epic maybe that's what i want to see on the thursday to be fair or gorkum walker just bring back gorkum walker that's it say it's got rules for sticking together all of your bits because i've got too many bits of stuff in my bits box right now i need to be able to walk vehicles out of it otherwise i'm just gonna have to throw it away i don't know i'll give it to drew that's true i'll be honest a sort of um a gorkamorka-esque expansion for necromunda might be where it's going next um because they keep the ash wastes yeah the ash wastes they they talk about the ash waste so much more in the new edition of Necromunda, and it's the obvious place to go next. I think it will be a while, but I think we'll probably see it because you know I, we talked about Necromunda before, and I should have chipped in then. But I think we'll see a, a new Necromunda faction as well. Um, not sure who Spiras, maybe um, uh, the sort of Scavies or the kind of rat skins would be interesting because they used to be a bit problematic. So how they capture that might be, um, might be interesting to see how they do that. Uh, or, you know, it could be something totally new altogether. Um, Turns out that all of these orc previews are actually for Necromunda. <laughs> it's true. I mean, the lore of the Vigilus thing was basically like, look, there's hive cities, but look, driving around out there, there's speed freaks out there. So... We'll just, they go outside, they go, oh, we're going to trade. Oh, it's just full of orcs. Oh, well. And they go back inside. That would be nice. Tie it all together. I'd like to see more stuff for Necromunda. Like you say, the Ashway stuff is great. Um, And they've really pushed that, like, the Orlocks are trading with, they've got trade posts outside of Necromunda, the Hive City and things. That's really tasty hooks for good lore. And, you know, what do the Ashway nomads actually look like? Is it more like trade routes and raiders and things? And yeah, sounds good to me. Friday the seventh is more forty k predictions. I think we've done a lot of forty k predictions, but has any has the weight of our predictions created a vortex in which more predictions might spill out? Or shall we move straight on to Saturday the eighth? Let's go for mystery, mystery day. I think it's, it's a mystery. It is a mystery. I've I've said what I think the mystery is going to be, which is Age of Sigma three. So I feel I should leave leave the field up to you guys and see what uh, what you reckon it's going to be. Tom, I don't think any new models are going to be previewed on Saturday. I think instead what we're going to get is a announcement of how Warhammer TV is going to work, not as the, the new series and the um, 
the all the animated work they're doing. Yeah, and yeah. I would actually be willing to bet that what we will see on Saturday is the complete release of the first of those series. Mm, really ah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, they've said it's coming very soon, and it's the kind of thing that you can do with a pandemic going on, mm. and. You know, get your digital stuff in line. They've already got the My Warhammer accounts, and they've said that you'll need that to access the series, which mm. basically means they're probably doing it as some kind of streaming service within their thing. I mean, it, knowing Games Workshop, it's probably just unlisted videos on YouTube, and they think that they could pay for it. <laughs> I'm sure they've thought about it more. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a good thing. I'm really excited to see some of those as well. We've seen trailers for. Since this time last year, probably before then, it was around this time last year they started teasing stuff and showing the first uh, proper animations. And then they brought all those people on for the second wave already, which means the first wave, please, before you get your second wave in, maybe. Mm-hmm. You're really good to see. I, mean, I personally think we're going to see some old world. The last Warhammer Community podcast was with Louise, Louise Sturgeon. Surgeon, um, said that the map is bigger than the map which they originally showed and that other people are now in charge of making that map and working on it which kind of tells me that they're probably going to, one, show more of a map maybe, and two it's the scope of the game will probably well, I want to see it revealed, like how much is is it going to be and what kind of game they're actually going to create, because right now it's up in the I think they're going to confirm it's a 15 mil scale game. That's my prediction. Well, no bet. Is it? <laughs> no bet. Um, there, it's. I think it's almost certainly going to be the equivalent of Horus Heresy for um, for the Warhammer, because they. The one thing we know about the game is it's going to have square bases. That's all we know about its rules. And that Kislev are there. That's about it. That's all we know. Uh, and like it's so square bases says rank and flank yeah. kind of game, which I I can't say I've played since I was very small, uh, which is exciting actually. It's exciting to like think of a a different way of playing a tabletop skirmish game from Games Workshop uh, at that scale. Mm. Um, it would be nice to see what they're coming out with. I can't imagine we're going to see much of it. But I think they're probably going to lay out what's coming. I think. That's why I think it'll be 15 mil. I think it's 15 mil to make rank and flank. You know, it leans into rank and flank because you want to have a big battle game because three guys flanking three other guys isn't very interesting. Um, I think you want a bigger area to play. And having it 15 mil means that everyone's got to buy a new army and there aren't just a load of old hams who've got 10,000 points of high elves in a cupboard. Well, they burnt them all, didn't they? Oh, they did burn them all. That's true. I mean, that was a strategy as well, encouraging people to burn their armies. So uh, oh, it's the long game they've been playing. Yeah, it's like the new Coke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think fifteen mil. No, I mean, that, that, it, it's it's they've not introduced a full war game for a long time. Like Adeptus Titanicus came out and it said you can play with like five models. You can play with three models. You don't have that many models. Uh, Necromunda skirmish game. You only need 12 or so models to get started. Coming out with a new game and saying you need 90 models for this army to work yeah. is a 
daring thing in these days, really, because that's saying you need people with time, you need to prove that those rules work, you need to have the investment from the community, and I think, to be fair, the old world has got that to some extent. People will collect an army of something. Yeah, it's going to be... But to get it started, to get those um, armies off the ground, that you can't have that cost hundreds of pounds now. You need something that works at a smaller scale. So maybe a smaller scale is a is an interesting way of doing that. But I can see Tom shaking his head, just going, "Nah, it's going to be twenty eight mil, isn't it?" Well, it's going to be twenty eight mil because the entire reason the old world exists is so is to tap into people who were not happy with Age of Sigmar and are still playing Eighth Edition Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy, and to try and bring them back to the fold. I. The, 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 I think it's fair to say that there is a challenge of supporting a game at that scale because if you're going for the Forge world um, which implies resin approach those are going to be expensive kits and they're not going to want to spend the time and effort on new plastics for it so I'm not quite sure how it will work like that but I will be extremely surprised if it's anything other than, um, in scale at least, Warhammer Fantasy Reborn. Do you not think the you know the salt mine potential of having hyped the old world coming back for ages and people you know thinking they're going to be dusting off their dwarves and only to you know bury themselves to the centre of the earth with grumpiness when they discover that it's a totally different scale <laughs> and uh, they can't use their old models anymore is not a you know key, key strategy for how you upset. <laughs> old uh, yeah, I suppose, Warhammer fantasy players. I suppose Games Workshop does rely on those salt mines for something. I'm not quite sure what. Yeah, There's great salt mines under Nottingham. Well, as we know, it's uh, salt is the little bit of seasoning that makes everything else taste great. So you do need a little bit of salt. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think maybe it's like I, now I'm spitball about the old world, but maybe like selling regiment boxes or something and say that the starter arm, like instead of having a boxed game starter with two sides, is that you have two boxed game starters and you say this box game has got one side in, this one's mm-hmm. got the other. Please go buy them together. So the amount of model that you actually get is enough for an army within each thing or do regiment boxes and things. I can't imagine it being that resiny. I think it's got to be plastic at, the, at this day and age. And also the scale which they're going to be working at. They basically said they're making whole new teams of people to support this game. So that's exciting. But yeah, maybe we'll see. I mean, my, I guess the last thing which we should probably talk about, because we've been going on for a while, and we've got, we've got Team B to come up. Team B? No, rude. Team A. Team A. We're Team 1. I'll keep that going. Um, is Horus Heresy 2. Do we think we're going to see anything Horus Heresy? Nothing in that uh, schedule says Horus Heresy to me. Um, no. And that's really sad because uh, I've been itching to play some Heresy since uh, the world went to shite in March. Um, and I've bought the rulebook and I've never used it, which means it's probably time for an edition. So I don't to replace ever have to use that book. The 100 quid worth of books that you bought. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. Well, I didn't buy a campaign book, thankfully. Are we going to see anything else? I, I think Horus Heresy 2 would be a reasonable bet for the It's a Mystery um, spot. Um, we know there needs to be more Horus Heresy stuff coming before they finish the system off because there's still a Primark outstanding. So mm-hmm. there's still a little more to go. Whether it will be a completely new edition, I, 
I think I think it's I'd say it's possibly hopeful. And if they have worked out a way of doing plastics which they can support a game with needing lots of models for being quite similar something a new kit for horus heresy alongside the kits for the old world what could make sense it's still a popular game it's not like it's not huge it's not 40k it's not aos but it's still a big thing and the plastic kits which they did for burning of prospero and betrayal of uh Calif, they really do form the backbone of a lot of people's armies now because those are the only plastic kits and people are thirsty for them kits so maybe we'll see something at least a little bit heresy related and they have said that or did they say they used to say before before everything a few years back when they announced the stuff for the dark angels book they initially announced saying that dark mechanicum was in there and then they said actually we're going to take that out for the next one and see what's what's happening next so i guess it's up in the air we haven't seen what the next book is we haven't seen what the next Primark model is it's probably going to be Khan um, for some reason, being the only one who's not done. But yeah, and we've seen that there's heresy models on the horizon with uh, Malagurst. Is it Malagurst? Malagurst, yeah. yeah. Terrible with Warhammer names. Right. Cool. So let's uh, tap any other predictions before uh, I uh, use the magic of editing to throw over to uh, past James who recorded last night. I think we'll see a magic card. A magic what? A magic card. So are you familiar with the crossover between, oh, yes. between Games Workshop and Magic? I think we'll of see course. a magic card. The cross-franchise cross, cross, uh, cross franchise cardening, cross-universe cardening. The ultimate of, uh, salt mining. Okay, right. Let's tap this on the head, and uh, we will use the wonder of editing to go over to uh, Team A or Team 1, whoever they are, and see what predictions they have. So. With that, away! Right, audio transition completed, and we are now joined by a completely different crew. We could call them the A team, we could call them team number one. I haven't decided which team team is which. Either way, everyone is important as each other. So, who am I joined with now? I am the primary member of Team Fianya, aka Pete. I'm Alistair. Uh, I'm JD. Uh, and I'm Rouge, aka James. Brilliant. And uh, it is Predictions Fest 2001. It is an emergency podcast, so we have assembled together for important predictions. And the way we're going to do this is that we have the uh, weekly, li- the week long lineup of what is going to go down next week from Monday to Saturday. And uh, we're going to predict what happens in there. Is it going to be serious? Is it going to be a silly prediction? I don't know. So, let's start. It's Monday the 3rd of May. It says Age of Sigma on uh, the schedule. Who would like to take a stab at to what is there? Well, I think that there's lots of... Yes, some would say easy or safe predictions, but I think what we're going to see out of Monday is something new from Kragnos, probably. Um, and I think it's going to be a Beast of Chaos character. Absolutely. Maybe Kragnos himself. Is he a classic part of the Beast of Chaos lineup? Because I'm not oh. too familiar with that. In no way. This is a... Oh. 
Yeah. Is he a completely new iOS character? <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying he's definitely going to be in Beasts of Chaos. That's okay. just yeah. Or I there'll like be something in the book for him. It's been it's been a long time since they've had anything that wasn't, you know, a terrain piece or an endless spell, right? I can see it happening. Yeah. Why not? This could be our time. They deserve it. It's gonna be a big model, surely? Like all I mean, of the other Broken Realms have had big things, big models. We've got Croak with this next one, apparently. Yeah, so. I mean, like, yeah, maybe, like, if it was going to be a big thing, it would probably be Morgur. Like, uh, Morgur, like, reborn, or as a weird, like, entity of mutation. It's sort of like a big, really squiggly, hairy goat. Especially the previous model, but four times bigger. The goat aesthetic could be good. That that could be an untapped, an untapped gold mine. Yeah. Return to goats. Careful how you pronounce that. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else for the uh, May the May the third? Yeah. Well, I don't really have a clue about AOS, but um, my wild prediction is uh, dragon ogres or chaos dwarves or dragon ogre chaos dwarf alliance. I like it. A dragon ogre riding a big manticore. There we go. I thought you were going to say riding a chaos dwarf. It could be a really big... Ca- They've got big hats. The hats are big enough. Yeah, uh, one of the first things I thought of when Krag- when the art for Kragnos was first shown, I actually... It put me in mind of dragon ogres. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe Colex Sunita will come back. That'd I've got to be, be honest cool. with you. I thought that artwork was a dragon ogre. So... Yeah. So did yeah. I. That's why I said, ah, dragon ogres. Yeah. Well, I'm with you in that case, possibly spuriously. All aboard the wrong boat. What do you mean wrong? Uh, uh, We're 100% accurate. I'm in the boat, so... (laughs) Barely warm. Confidence is exuding out of this podcast. Well, they have, uh, to use the term, they have squatted the uh, old Chaos Dwarves from Forge World now. You cannot get those, so... Yeah, exactly. And when something disappears from the store, you know exactly. that that means that it definitely means they're about to re-release it. That is a fundamental law of the universe. Still waiting for my sister's battle repressor. Yeah, yeah. When it's from Forge World, you know it's coming back. Obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They've never gotten rid of anything. And there was that really tall vampire in the potato cam shot that leaked on Friday today. So. Well, that that seems like a natural part of the, whatever the soul blight grave lords end up being, as far yeah. as I can tell. Which is, I don't know, I'm not paying that close attention, but it seems like it's going to be a pretty big range. Yeah. Anything else? Age of Sigmar. It says it's the only day. Less. I'm still hoping against hope that uh, Chaos Marauders are going to bring out a new Chaos yeah. Marauder kit. And yeah. Gonna bring out some more Dark Oath heroes, uh, and that's my big wish list. Item. That's my sort of out there prediction. That's like that's going to happen, <clears throat> and it'll be. I can see that's as wild as it might otherwise seem. Look, because there's been, you know, some chaosy rumor engine bits coming fairly recently. So I think yeah. it's potential. There's potential for it. I think it's almost all right. Almost sensible. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Careful, we're treading on the other team's toes. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Right. Shall we move on? We have a let's let's do both both of these days together. We'll do Tuesday yeah. the fourth and Friday the seventh. And they say the uh, game name is this uh, small game called Warhammer Forty Thousand. Mm. Never heard of it. I've it's heard the of sequel it. to that 
heresy game, isn't it, or something? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. A spin- it's a spin-off of the 30k game. Yeah. I genuinely don't really know what to think about this one, because I feel like we've had a lot of, um, you know, Sister Battle stuff being previewed recently. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. there's more. I think but we maybe, might maybe see there more. Is. I think there's. I think maybe there's one or two. Like a, maybe they got like another centerpiece thing, one more mm. to show, something to to go with the the triumph or something. But e- even having said that, they have to fill two days of 40k stuff. So other yeah. than that and the the orc stuff that've been teasing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's something's been teased, I mean, is it even really guessing? You have to yeah. come go. We have to aim higher than this. Well, craft worlds, craft. They'll maybe it'll just be craft, craft worlds, and they'll get they'll, range refresh. Yeah, refresh all of those like well, twenty-five-year-old models. Legitimately, I think that we could see Eldar Guardians. That is my that that's my hard. This is the kit. Yeah, I've made four notes for the forty-k day. Okay, give and it. The, at the the at the what the base entry level. What they're going to do, orcs. Yeah. 100%. Just at least give us some new plastic boys, and then you can have as many squig riding units as you want. I don't care; they're all great. What they should do is they should definitely get around to fixing the Imperial Guard and the Eldar, because please, the 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 poor Aspect Warriors have been replaced by a thousand Marine units, and the Avatar is like the size of a. Hey, you go to forgeworlds.com to get yourself a bigger avatar. I guess you could do that, but it's not as good. So, yeah, they should do that. Mm. And Imperial Guard. Give us some more of a guard. Bring those back. And then there's the the what I want option. Uh I can't guess this one. (laughs) Which is, can can please a a crumb, a crumb of Emperor's Children, GW, or or do the World Eaters. If they do the World Eaters, I'll, I'll settle for that as well. Um, with with Primarchs, with the Primarchs, and then there's the there's the Chad there's the Chad option that they could go for on Friday at the end, which is doing the mushrooming people from the concept art. For oh shit! Oh they shit! Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, about them. yeah. So that my wild prediction is is mushrooming men and women and whatever they prefer to be are coming. That is an incredible guess, and probably more likely than my guess, which was a new crude kit. <laughs> I think Crook could be with a shout. Know. I don't know. We had, you had a new Crook kit. It was that guy from Blackstone Fortress. <laughs> Nazi lot forever. Town needs something cheap to set on objectives. <laughs> Give them the poor Crook. Well, that would Just be do. sort of like in that would be in um, tandem with like the next Codex being Tau, which would be a a big. Oh, is it Tau next? Well, no. I mean, like it's saying like after we don't know what's next. After, oh, no, we um, don't. Admech and sisters. Um, but I'm thinking that like. Town next would be a big screw you to me, who's like not really playing 40k, but like is painting some tower at the moment, being like, and then being like, hey, you want to get into the game? See this new codex, which is super overpowered. Jump right in. Right. Anything else 40k wise? I'd be really interested to see all this orc stuff because like the, the art yeah. that they've showed suggests that it's quite a substantial amount of stuff. And I don't know if they want to. I don't know if they're going to have another October on their hands, but um, looks like potential sort of squig-based centerpiece model. Yeah, squig sled. Way, I'm all well, on board for more squigs. Yeah, more well, squigs in mean, 40k yeah. is something I've been asking for for a while. To be fair. And if there's ever, yeah, I mean, if there's any line in 40k, they can really do a lot of work quickly on it. So they wanted to sell a lot of kits. Yeah. Awesome. 
Let's move on. There is a day in the middle called a Wednesday, uh, and that is on the 5th, and that is the Black Library Day. Probably a low-key day, do you think? They will announce the last set of Siege of Terror books, and I will be very interested in that, I bet. There's only two or three more left in the series, right? Mm. Yeah, Mortis, Mortis is number, number five. five. So there's and three. And it's going to be eight. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, I reckon they'll at least announce the next one. If not, here's our plan for finishing off. Mm. Pardon the expression. Um, yeah, I think that'll be of interest mm. to me. What was that last Ultramarine book that came out? First Sun? No. Avenging Sun. It wasn't Aven- an Ultramarine book. It was. Um, oh. The, the Banner series for ninth edition. Dawn oh, of Fire. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a... Because the second Next one came out, Gate of Bones, which I'm currently reading, and I think is okay. I like it. Um, I guess that with all the Black Library, whenever there's a Black Library like announcement, right? there's always like a tie-in model somewhere along the way. So These days, it's quite yeah. common, yeah. What Warhammer character do we think that there's going to be a model of? Ooh. Uh, I have not read enough novels to know and to think of any. I mean, yeah, the same. I, I've read two, and even calling it red is a stretch because they're an audiobook and they're just Fulgrim books because I like Fulgrim. So, do you want to tie in model. Black Library Fulgrim model? <laughs> yeah, any just churn out any fanfic puff piece slop with Fulgrim in, and and I'll I'll whale them all the entire stock. Hmm. I can't think of it. I don't know. Maybe they'd do. Um... I'd be interested to see a new. Uh, who's the guy from that? Those books, you know the ones. Primaris Lieutenant. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit! What is he called? Which, the, the, which books? The Imperial Guard mean, man, Caiaphas Kane. Caiaphas Kane. Uh, I didn't know if you meant gone. <laughs> I might. I might be. I can't even remember. They're both commissars. <laughs> Actually, which one's the one hey. who's a commissar and a normal officer? Gone. Okay, yeah. that's the one I'm thinking of. There's an ancient metal model of him. I would, I would 100 percent be on board for a little, for a little gone. My guess for Black Library, given that, well, I don't know. As I said, I don't read a hell of a lot yet. But I want to. Um, is probably something, maybe some Soulbound novel, because they seem to be pushing that, and Soulbound's getting pretty yeah. popular. So, like, a book about a Soulbound sound. party would be pretty awesome, especially with the D and D like, like rise. Be cool. Yeah. Got board for that. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the Black Library? Anyone got any wild? Do they do? Do they announce? No, they, they don't announce the comics as part of Black Library or anything. They just announce those separately, right? I don't they, know. They, they did they do might. those Ethereal Stern ones. Yeah. They sort of did that all as part. Maybe of they'll Black drop Library. a drop a some sort of comic graphic novel. Ethereal Stern Two. Oh, this one's yeah. even weirder. That'd be cool. I'd quite like them to do an AOS if they were going to do a graphic thing. Do, a, yeah. uh, do, do an AOS one. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would be I really cool. I think there's cool. plenty of potential because all of the new, you know, um, models that they keep releasing for AOS just look chef's kiss. So, you know, get us a load of drawings of those. Have they done any comics in Age of Sigma? Not that I'm aware of. I have no idea. I'm illiterate. <laughs> I mean, well, to be fair, there's they've pictures. Done. They've done like three I can't times. read the title. Quite unreal, is I would be surprised <laughs> if there wasn't a um, a Soulblight Black Library novel yeah, on the horizon, like, yeah, given that Soulblight are basically imminent bad. at this point. 
Like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if that jump. was a thing. Yeah. W- weird yeah. release schedules, notwithstanding. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, it is the Games Workshop predictions uh, metric of going to the Black Library coming soon and going, hmm, there is a book coming out then. I wonder what army could be coming out at that point. And that tends to pay off in most situations, apart from when there is a pandemic and everything else going to shit. Mm. So, anyway, let's move on to Thursday mm. the 6th, our uh, penultimate predictions time. But this one just says, boxed games. What's right. in a box? I've got, I've got a Hail Mary. This is something that I want to happen and that won't happen. Guess. New epic. epic. It's new epic. Would that Got come me. under boxed games though? All all the specialist yeah. games come under that in the store at the moment. So listen, yeah. they've got they've got Adeptus Titanicus. They've got uh, Aeronautica yeah, Imperialis. They're all the I same they scale. All you need to do but... is make some tiny little space marines, and Bob's your uncle. You're in business. They can just shrink the existing CAD files down, can't they? Exactly. Easy. Have a multi-part yeah. tactical marine kit. At what eight, about eight millimeter scale? <laughs> what about this then? <laughs> What if they used, if they did Epic, because I'm only familiar with it from being a, a wee, a wee small uh, teenager, yeah. and uh, when it was like it was like the third big game in the yeah. in the range. But what if they bought it back as a box game and used it as a platform to trial delivery of 3D printed stuff, since the components Whoa. are so tiny. Whoa. That is an interesting idea that I'd never thought about. That's some galaxy brain shit. Yeah, I, I. They don't I call us the B team for nothing, all right? They. <laughs> B for bout standing. B idea. for big brain. Shit, that's that was a bit better. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think that's a really good, really interesting idea. I don't think Games Workshop are forward thinking enough to do that. I think yeah. they still don't They'll really come know to what the to make of three D printing yeah. and. You know, when they have of, no choice, when everyone's already doing it, I think they're kicking that football it. down the road for as long as they can. To be honest yeah. with you, um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, that that's oh <laughs> yeah, I'll be ruminating on that one for, for days to come. Sorry I, about that. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, I, I sort of second you in in the whole um just epic in general. I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of groundwork been laid, and certainly there's a market for it. Um, a lot of us who want to play with really small tanks. Yeah, I I found myself in non-games workshop games really erring towards the side of like small scale models, possibly just because I find them a lot easier to paint, which is you know <laughs> clearly the only reason to collect anything. But like I don't know something about the spectacle of having yeah. like full companies of soldiers on the battlefield. I think is great, and I think in a game. It's such a weird setting as 40k that would be such a such a cool thing to yeah. have like you know a big spindly eldar mech doing a backflip and over a big you know orc pig robot i think i think i want to see that yeah i think the armies are a bit more portable as well because they're only oh yeah you know you don't really yeah. you just chuck all a, your infantry in a, a box you don't have to be super precious you yeah know? Like, i think some people just Porting the current apocalypse rules straight yeah. and just saying that I mean, inch is a centimetre now. Yeah. Th- and, those uh, those rules are very much based on the old epic rule set as well, so it would kind of be coming full circle if they did that. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely get behind it. 
Saturday the 8th is is just uh, one screenshot of scattered ice and that's it on screen for an hour. <laughs> I think Epic is wrong and I think it's going to be dreadfully. But for ALS. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is contesting yeah, a, like... That's a spicy one. <laughs> Epic takes. I think dreadfully it will be the very last specialist game that ever comes back. <laughs> New Talisman. Was that even a oh. Games Workshop game? I feel like Talisman Don't was, but it was 20 years ago. It was an NB game. Oh, was it another NB but with yeah. you minis? It was printed it was by FFG for a while. Yeah, it was. With those two massive takes, um, I have some very specific takes um, on what might come out of the Box Games Day. Um, one of them would be some, and I mean, maybe one of them is a bit uh, conservative, but I suspect we'll see some resin guns from Forge World for the newly arrived Warmaster Titan. Um, I believe it. Because currently it's just got one build, basically, and it looks right. like you can replace both the arms and the sort of rocket pod on the top, so... It, has it got the all the uh, weapons and stuff are a separate sprue to the rest of the model? Because they might even do a plastic one, where you can... Like the, um, the other titans, other than the Warhound. I have not even opened my box. <laughs> I know, but um, I'm not sure. But I mean, they often, but often the set of specific guns have been resins out of Forge World first, anyway. Like the Gatling blasters for the Warlord, and well, yeah, the way it works is um, there's two sets of loadouts for, say, the Warlord or the Reaver, and then the extra weapons are in resin, the ones that yeah. aren't on those sprues. So it could could be like that, or it could be that all the alternates are resin because there aren't that many options. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's a really big thing, so there could be some really weird guns. I mean, there's certainly mm. enough super strange guns being shot by Titans in the novels and things. There's a lot of hints in the Legio, uh, the Loyal Legio book, as to what they might be fighting. Which is probably traitors for some reason, I think, but there's some juicy oh. tips in there, I believe. Not yeah. that I'm an AT player, I just read the rumours. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think that the... Oh, oh that's true, they might um, reveal the Traitors book. Yeah, um, it sounds like there's going to be some sort of weird chaos titan shenanigans. Yeah, like on. mutations and stuff, which sounds very exciting. Um, the old the old ones from Epic. Where yeah, it had, like, the, the weird three tentacle arm one. And that was yeah. Like, the Slaneshi sexy titan. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a dark time. <laughs> Step on me, giant robot. You can't spell Titan <laughs> without tits. Okay. Any other boxed games thing? Do you think there'll be another new one? I have one prediction, uh, and it's guaranteed. Uh, so my last prediction <laughs> for the box game is that chat is going to be swamped with people posting links to the screen grabs from Warcom team talking about Curse City. Other than that. Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh, like a safe bet. I was going to, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, super toxic chat day guaranteed look, on count Thursday. me out of that one. I will. I hope for Warcom's sake, the poor people who work there, <laughs> that they don't plan to reveal any cursed city expansions I, on I Thursday. Think that's There's off no the, way. That's off the menu. I feel if, so bad for them. If they even yeah. started to design those, they'll have cancelled them until they can yeah. make another run of it. I should think. Oh, man. Yeah, just, it's not their just, fault. There's hope that the poor people can like yeah survive as because it's going to be bad enough in the chat already as you said. Uh huh. Um, is there even going to be chat? Ooh. I'm not going to turn it on. 
Not I know me. a few people well, will be. I'll be strapping on the uh, the environmental protection <laughs> diving suits, wading in as the, as the nominated correspondent oh, from Toxic Chat Zone. So you're a better man than I, bringing us the spiciest of takes. It's my cross to bear. So we've sk- we've done 40k already. So we're going to skip to the final day, Saturday the eighth, and they've just said it's a mystery. Mm. What could it be? What does James Woodchop want us to know? Maybe they don't even know, and they're gonna—they're just—they're actually just winging it. And they've done yeah. what we'll do, lads. Is we'll just say it's a mystery and whatever. Yeah, just Jervis will just whip something up the night before, you know. I, still working on it. <laughs> I think it's gonna be old world stuff. That's my hot hot guess. Ooh. I think yeah, they've they've been very very gently teasing it for ages. Uh, some of it's sort of coalescing with the the. T- Warhammer Total War 3 game that's coming out in the relatively uh, near future. So I think they'll maybe show some models and show what the game actually might be. Is it actually Warhammer Fantasy 9th Edition or is it is it epic but fantasy? Is it Warmaster 2? Yeah. Who knows? That would increase my interest by 1 million percent. Wow. I agree. I think Old World is a strong bet. Probably not much. I reckon it'll just be a little bit more. Yeah. Like more concept like the first art and stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like CAD designs and things like that. Mm. Or I think maybe AOS 3. If I'm being more conservative, I think AOS 3. Look, I think if they do AOS 3, that, yeah, I'm with you, JD. They'll announce it on the Saturday. They'll show all the models that mm. we know about yeah. on the Monday. And then Saturday, they'll say, bang. AOS. Yeah, I think that that would that's a safe bet that uh, that Saturday is the AOS three and reveal of um, fantasy yeah. Indomitus, whatever it's going to be. Right, whatever the box set is. It rumors does seem are pointing like all, at all yeah. rumor roads lead to AOS three at the moment. Yeah, I mean it's it's the the safe bet, and certainly it would make sense with their like release cycles and everything. But really. With, it's such an obvious choice. <laughs> That's what makes me second guess it, yeah. So we, we didn't come for the safe choice. So. I'm going hard in that this is going to be a reveal of Battlefleet Gothic. Ooh. 100%. <laughs> Incredible. Do you know what? I hope, I hope awesome. you're right. I That'd hope you're awesome. right. It would be um, a sad day for my wallet, I tell you what. <laughs> um, I've got, I mean... I think one thing they might do is um, some stuff around the 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 media, the the their uh, animated shows that oh, they've yeah. got in production. Oh, they're yeah. not listed here, and they keep showing stills, renders of look how accurate we've made the bolter. Everyone, calm down. It's gonna make a big noise. So maybe they'll maybe they'll show that, mm. or maybe one other thing, they'll reveal some new line of paints or. Something like that. That'd be. I'd like to see some. Give us some paints. Give us some more tufts. GW bit of scenery. You know, something like that. Oh, I could go for that on the on they Saturday. They don't have what? that much in the way of their hobby tools and stuff no. at the moment. I yeah. was trying to look for stuff yeah. recently. That new painting it... handle is arrived, but they didn't do a big version. No. So <laughs> those guesses are dangerously plausible. <laughs> oh, I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong channel. I forgot about the flared base uh, painting handle. Really oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the old version better. I haven't tried both, but... Shit. 
Horses not, for courses. Cool. One, mm. one more, actually, for the Saturday, maybe. A new plastic box for Horace Heresy. This is what I was thinking Whoa. as well. I think it's possible. But, oh, of course it's possible. Horace Heresy 2. We've... I can't believe that you of all people did not bring this up, Pete. <laughs> Listen, I can only wish less so much. Um... Okay. Or uh, they reveal they're moving the 40k story on again. And uh, yeah, Big, Big E is back. He's off the throne. It's never going to happen. That's my hot take the... on that. He does the he does the goes to the warp and comes back again. I'd like to see, I'd like to see that. Not before um, they, yeah. I wouldn't like to see it before they do full grim. I gotta be honest, but uh, you know, I've I've got a feel I've got a feeling I've got a feeling that like when we get to tenth edition, they're going to be so happy that they reached like a double digit with anything because they killed the last thing before it got there <laughs> that they're going to do something like big and silly with it, and I think that that's when it's going to be like a big change, and then nothing actually changes. Because that's the world that we yeah. have. But all this weird shit's going to happen and they just try and shake everything up a little bit more than they yeah. already have done. I have to say that the more, the, more, the more they show of AOS and the stuff they do with AOS, the more, the more I root for that shake-up to happen to 40k. Just do it. Because the, the new stuff that comes out of AOS looks so good. And the, the 40k stuff is, is good that they show, but it's it's just not. It doesn't look as creative. I don't think you need like a massive universe-changing no, event but... in order to make cool models, though, right? Uh, like, yeah, I know. But GW, GW seem to need it, so the forty k <laughs> possibility space is so broad that you could do anything you wanted in that setting. They just True. don't. Yeah. So mushrooms with guns. Yeah. Exactly. Give us the mushroom boys. Yeah, you don't need an edition girls. change for that. Just do it. Do it, GW. <laughs> Just do it, cowards! All right, so let's go have one la. Let's one last quick round. What is the one thing you would each like to see? And I'm going to start with Pete because you're highest in my Zoom screen. So, Pete, what is like the one thing you'd like to see, even if it's like a silly thing or something? Uh, I I would like to see. The Triumph of St. Catherine 2 and the coffin's bigger and there's more people around it. And there's guns on the coffin. Just yeah. a busier a busier, a busier funeral. Wait, this. no, no. I want a Sister Battle Lord of War choice. Possibly yes! a cathedral that people have talked about. That would be incredible. That's what awesome. I want to see. Nice. Right, Alistair, you're next on my list. Uh I would like to see a new Spira Hunter for Necromunda. Yeah. Rich people hunting a poor people for sport. Yes. Yeah. We can all get into that. <laughs> I mean, they were cool. I mean, maybe they can be like a big bad, like a new like roaming monster, like the Ambots. Yeah. They could yeah. introduce like a kind of uh Imperial assassin, like a new time that just takes people out on, on the hives that acts like a big Ambot character. Yeah, yeah, could do that. That'd be cool. Yeah, JD, what one thing do you want more than anything? I'm I'm gonna say doubling down on a, a significant expansion of the Marauder side of Slaves to Darkness in AOS because I actually don't want to see Imperial Guard as much as I love Imperial Guard, but that would like that's just another big project for me, and I yeah I, d- I don't necessarily want to see that yet. 
Do you want the Lumineth Realm Lords 2 book, but for Slaves of Darkness? Mm. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it seems like they were kind of due that with the, the that they did that start collecting and then they just didn't Expand do anything else. It's like, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just a tease. Maybe. All right. And then Rouge, what do you want? Well, in news that's going to surprise no one, what I really, really want to see is I need. I really need it, it's it's pretty bad need for the Emperor's best boy uh to get his Primarch model uh and just give give Fulgrim already, please. One day. Just one day. One day. Maybe. They maybe can't next keep week. they can't keep teasing him in the lore in little snippets and you know they can't keep getting away with this dot gif. Alright, just give us snake bad. Get snake bod ready. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah, but it's tough because they already did Marathi, so <laughs> it's a conversion kit. That's the that's the release. Yeah, <laughs> I saw someone do a, a weld like a Sigvald to a Marathi yeah. to make a, a full Good enough. Look quite cool. Build both yeah. models entirely, super glue to each other. Done. Exactly. And then I guess you could swap the other halves over, so you could put the top half of Marathi on Sigvald's legs. So I get two for the price of one. Right, that's it then. That's prediction time over. Congratulations, everyone. Thank God we made it. Thank Thank goodness that everything we guessed turned out to be entirely accurate. Well, that is it for our Prediction Thon 2021. Uh, We hope you have a lovely uh, Warhammer Fest next week. Uh, I believe the streams are from 6pm UK time every day that week, which is really exciting. And I hope you find that many of our predictions come true. And if you had other predictions, well, why not share them with us or share what you think is going to happen? We are Tiny Plastic People and you can find Tiny Plastic People at tinyplasticpeople.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle tinyplasticpals and you can email us at thetinyplasticpeople at gmail.com So, uh, I think it's just goodbye from me. So, thank you to all of the people who contributed to this podcast, I should say, because uh, it was a very quick one for us to uh, get together and record. So, we'll see you next time with a proper full podcast. Take care now.